My dear friend, welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. The topic of this week's lesson is Satan's Final Deception. The key text is John chapter 17, verse 17. Sanctify them by your word. Your word is truth. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we are set again to study your word. Your word is truth. Let this truth sanctify our lives today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. History is full of people who died after mistakenly or deliberately drinking poison. Whether one drinks poison deliberately or by mistake, one fact remains. Poison kills. The book of Revelation warns that the inhabitants of earth will drink a deadly poison called the wine of Babylon. This poison will come in the form of false doctrines and teachings that in the end, like poison, will lead only to death. But the good news is that God has not left us helpless. He has given us an antidote, the protection against this spiritual poison the three angels' messages recorded in Revelation 14, 6-12. This week's lesson will look at Babylon's deception, but also at Jesus' plan to save us from them and the death that they would otherwise bring. The way that seems right in a man's eyes. Mark chapter 13, verse 22. For false cries and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. We find in Mark 13, verse 22, one of Jesus' most powerful warnings. For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. The words in Mark 13, 22 frightens because they say that even the very elect will be deceived if possible. God has always had a faithful few who stay true to him, no matter the persecutions or the alarmings. He's going to have a people faithful to him even in the last days. But the words here in Mark 13, 22 calls for vigilance, watchfulness and prayers. They remind God's people never to lose their guards, no matter what. Sometimes we are led to believe that we can follow our conscience in order to determine for ourselves what is right or wrong, what is good or evil. But the scripture says that we can't trust our conscience because we are all sinners and we are all corrupted. Jeremiah 17 verse 9, Romans 3, 9 to 18. And so to trust our own conscience is almost a sure way to fail. Instead, our trusting on God is a sure way to succeed. Instead of trusting our own wisdom and judgment, we must immerse ourselves in the Word of God. And from His Word, as we surrender to the Holy Spirit, learn truth from error, right from wrong, good from evil. Left to our own consciences, 
even the best of our senses, we can become easy prey to Satan's deception. Old lie of immortality. Revelation 18 verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. Ellen G. White, writing in the Great Controversy, page 588, warned that of the two great deceptions in the last days, one will be the immortality of the soul. Today we hear expressions such as the dwelling place of demons or the spirits of demons or sorcery all indicate demonic or satanic activities bent to deceive even the very elect and most of them have their root from wrong understanding of the state of the dead. Today, even in the Christian world, the idea of the immortality of the soul has been bought from Satan. Many Christians now believe that at death, the righteous go straight to heaven and the wicked descend straight into hell. This belief is often expressed when some Christian faithfuls and leaders die and often taught in church and Bible seminaries. But the Bible teaches that the dead will remain in their graves until the trumpet sounds at Jesus' second coming. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16-17 Unfortunately, one of the pillars of Babylonian deception is a false understanding of death, which centers in the idea of the immortality of the soul. This prepares the way for spiritualism. If you believe that the dead live on in some form, and might even be able to communicate with us, contrary to the teachings of the Bible, then what protections do you have from the many deceptions that Satan has? Sometimes we are fooled by our senses to see or hear someone who is supposed to be dead. But we should always remember that the word of God never lies. It says, the dead know nothing. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 5. Babylon, the center of sun worship. Ezekiel 8 verse 16. So he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house, and there at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were about 25 men, with their backs turned towards the temple of the Lord, and their faces towards the east, and they were worshiping the sun towards the east. Sun worship was prominent in Egypt, Assyria, Persia, but in this book, which was written by James G. Frazier, titled The Worship of Nature, Frazier hints that ancient Babylonians worshipped the sun from time immemorial. Babylon influenced the world around them to turn their backs on God and worship the sun. Unfortunately, during that time of national compromise, God's people, the Jewish nation, joined Babylon to worship the sun, Ezekiel 8, verse 16. In 321 AD, Emperor Constantine passed the first law, legitimizing sun worship. Successive generations continued on that path of disobedience. Today, God's children are warned, like Israel, not to join the world in doing evil and not to join in the many forms of Babylonian worship, no matter their allurements. Look around and see how many people who worship God on the day of the sun. According to the edicts of Constantine, what does this tell you 
about how gradual Satan's deceptions gain grounds. How can you safeguard yourself from his deceptions using the word of God? A call to faithfulness. The message of the second angel in Revelation 14 is Babylon is fallen, is fallen. In Revelation 17, the woman identified as spiritual Babylon, dressed in purple and scarlet, rides upon a scarlet-colored beast, passes around her wine cup, and gets the world drunk with error. Church and state unites. Falsehood prevails. At the final time, the people of God will be maligned, ridiculed, oppressed, and persecuted. But in Christ and through the power of His Holy Spirit, they will, like the apostles of old, be steadfast in their commitment. All the powers of hell and forces of evil cannot break their loyalty to Christ. Christ will be their refuge and strength. He will be their very present help in trouble. Psalm 46 verse 1. God is calling an end-time people back to faithfulness to his word. Jesus prayed, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. John 17, 17. The truth of God's word, not human opinion or tradition, is the North Star to guide us in this critical hour of Earth's history. Grace for Obedience. Revelation 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. As explained earlier, the woman in scarlet and purple, riding on a scarlet-colored beast, has passed around her wine cup, and the world is drunk with Babylon's false doctrines. Speaking of the wine of Babylon, E.G. White noted that this wine will lead many to death. But what is this wine? The wine is her false doctrines. She has given to the world a false doctrine, a false Sabbath, instead of the Sabbath or the fourth commandment, and has repeated the falsehood that Satan first told to Eve in Eden. It does not matter. Those erroneous teachings have deceived millions. As a result, God is giving his people, still entrenched in error, a final last day appeal. Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins unless you receive of her place. Revelation 18, verse 4. His appeal to his congregations is to forsake all self-centered human attempts at obedience and live godly lives by faith in the grace of Christ, which delivers us from sin's condemnation and its domination. Please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for not closing the door of salvation to your people, but loving us and pleading with us daily to follow you while you lead us to life eternal. Help us to love you, to trust you, to obey your word, and to live with you eternally. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.